Hello, Mech Warriors, and welcome to the Mech Bay, where we fix your mech and fix your game. What's going on, Mech Warriors? You're listening to the Mech Bay Podcast, Episode 52, Kickstarter, I Hardly Knew Her. I'm your host, Josh, and with me is my co-host with the most, Mr. Denim. How are you doing today, sir? Howdy, howdy. I'm doing all right. And we are finally done with our R&R after Adepticon. And we are, we are emotionally ready to dive into the C-Bill hole that we like to call the Battletech Mercenaries Kickstarter. But of course, before we dive into where our last paycheck and all the insurance fraud we do here, let's get rolling on some hobby news, hobby progress, games played, store news, upcoming events, and even some fan mail. Nice. Okay, so first off, I want to mention that you can listen to more podcasts about Adepticon. We have the 40k Badcast, co-host Campbell played Battletech and actually played me, and he gave a great review of that event and and the Battletech portion specifically. So you can listen to that, listen to his opinions. You can listen to the Wolfnet Radio podcast. They had me on to talk about the Alpha Strike 350 event that they ran. So you can technically get a second opinion on the Alpha Strike event as well. You can listen to Listening to Paint Drive with Mike and Dan. They were both there. And Dan played in some in some grinders. So, so check them out. Listen to all the fun painting that Adepticon has to offer as well as the classic grinder. And other friend of the show, Miniature Wargaming Labs, also was there. So check out their show to find out more about the event as a whole. All right, so let's get into some news. So we just got new record sheets from Catalyst that we've been missing, actually. People have been asking for those for a while now and wondering why they never came out when all the other ones did. So, yay. I honestly didn't expect these, like, ever. Like, I thought they'd kind of just like, yeah, they'll come out eventually. We're constantly moving on to new product. Don't ask us again. Because um, <laughs> we got Record Sheets Jihad, Record Sheets Dark Age, Technical Readout 3145, and Technical Readout 3150. So, Because you can't move forward until you finish the past. That's right. So the big question is, why should we care about record sheets? Don't we all just print them off from Mega Mac or use flex sheets? It isn't like... I mean, I know I do. And flex sheets can use... Yeah, flex sheets can use anything from Mega Mac. So if you're worried about not being able to use custom mechs, you can still make a custom mech and export it to flex from Mega Mac. So (laughs) Mega Mac rocks. Oh, but... Are these not all in Mega Mac? These are the ones that are missing from Mega Mac that... That's interesting. These are mechs that were talked about in like little footnotes and added and like tech, you know, advancement. I think like that's literally the section is like new tech and they list all these new mechs that got new upgrades and like roughly what those upgrades are. Like this is this enforcer with jump jets and I'm like, okay, cool. Can I see the record sheet? And they're like, doesn't have one yet. Call call me later. (laughs) Well, if Um, there's not a Shadowhawk, I just don't care. Well, there is a Shadowhawk. The Shadowhawk. Well, now I care. What? <laughs> 11 CS2. Ooh. So that'll be in Record Sheets Jihad. And that doesn't have, like, it doesn't have a Sarna Intrigue. It's, like, literally missing. Like, you, it's supposed to be there. Where is it? It's there now. We have it. Um, new sheets you might be interested in. Not you, Denim, but you, listener, are the new Raider, the Thor 2, uh, all the different Giuliano variants, 
You've got the Shogun C2 with Pharaoh Lamellar armor. For me personally, you've got the Protomech upgrades for like Hell's Horses and Snow Ravens. Like I get the rock with a chemical laser and with improved jump jets. And I'm like, that's that's literally what I've been waiting for this whole time, man. That's that's right. I know that rock, and and you're right. There was no record sheet. Now, as as it goes, since these are now published in three months, they will go into Mega Mech now that they're published. Yes. So, yay. But you can get them now on the Catalyst website. Oh, yes. Rock. You know, sign me up. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's not an improved jump chat. It's an extended jump chat system. It's the Protomech improved I know. I know. Um, we also just got revision 10 of the Total Warfare book. That's great and all. Like, it's good to clean that up a bit. I still think that they just need to rewrite the whole thing. They need a, you know, Total Warfare remaster is what they need. Yes, I I also agree. Because I looked through that and we would, if we were any other game system podcast, like if we were, say, I don't know, a Warhammer podcast that was not disguised as a Battletech, like we would go over all the things in this. But really, the only two things that I could see that like, I paused at were they cleaned up <laughs> Protomex for our episode. They were like, if you don't have a main gun and you roll main gun on the, on the uh, hit location, where does it go? And we were like, it probably goes to the torso. Guess what? They've clarified that it goes to the torso. That just shows that they do listen to us because we had that come up in our game immediately. And uh, now they clarified it. Literally immediately. Like, first roll. Uh, I don't have a main gun. <laughs> Um, the other one is for battle armor. They clarified that instead of treating all missiles as an individual missile for hit locations, like if you fire your LRM five, the wording makes it sound like you do five individual hit locations. You use the launcher type. For, to right. They clarified that. Yeah. yeah. Like I said, it's something I've never seen anyone do. It's I'm pretty sure that's how it's always worked in like Mega Mech and the other simulators, but it's now it's written out specifically use launcher type to determine hit location type. So yep, that's it. Clarification. I, yeah. There, there's a bunch of others. Nothing really major, like crushing, upsetting, gonna change the way you play. No, nothing like that. But it's good that we're on the tenth errata. <laughs> yes. Well, the game's been out for a long 39.5 years well total warfare is specifically i mean like like that's been out for decades already yeah it is it is ready for a a complete rewrite would the fandom burn down if they made us all buy a new total warfare book if it's written like the the battle mech manual is if it's if it's got a good layout like that and they cleaned up a bunch of things i think it would be celebrated instead of instead of making people angry that's good All right, we've got the Premium Rifleman miniature slash more so the Premium Phoenix Hawk miniature have been taken off the CGL websites until they can fix them. Yay. (laughs) So they they acknowledged that when they sent the files over to Monster Fight Club to be upscaled, that didn't happen, so there's a problem. So they've stopped selling them. I guess they will fix them and then come out with them again later. I would like to propose from Campbell from the 40k badcast that the premium rifleman no longer be referred to as such it is now the rifle boy on side side news the third printing edition of the uh the battlefield support 
uh, card deck is supposed to have the missing cards finally. Hey. <laughs> Yay. And I heard that from Ray himself. Will that have the beta points or the- they're not they're not I think they're waiting until they have all that finalized to do the third printing. Okay. So, so all, all that has to be printing. finalized. Yeah, second second printing was supposed to have the missing cards and it didn't. It just it didn't. So And they just went on with their lives. They they did. What what could they do <laughs> at that point? We've got uh the April Fool's Day pack which we missed technically in our adepticon recap uh plenty of room at the nebula california yep and this is for all you uh eagles mech fans? warrior rpgers the what eagles oh yeah. fans? sure um <laughs> no it's just it just means it's a conglomeration of really weird worlds and and stuff that uh that isn't canon but could be um it it's for people who like to put a lot of imagination into their role-playing games. Just some really weird stuff. Uh, it's a lot of fun. When you say really weird stuff, like what are we, let's say identifier, you're shaking your head. You're like, I don't, I, don't. Now I have to, now I have to go look it up and open it up. Like that's, that's. There's a lot of rocket launchers on one in there. I know that. There, yeah. Yeah. It's just different planets, different worlds. Um, all the crazy stuff that, that you wish was in your standard battle tech, but is not. Or wish wasn't and wanted far yeah. away. <laughs> all right. We have also got counters, packs, Alpha Strike, and Battle Force for all of you. Right. The Battle Force is a reprint because uh, it, it sold out. It was very popular. Um, I don't believe that. Uh, it's probably because I bought all of them. <laughs> so I have one of each of these, uh, and they're good. They're all good. That's a lot of news to, you know, in between a Kickstarter finishing. <laughs> right. I <laughs> think that all of their efforts would be on the Kickstarter. But no, they're still doing little stuff and updating things and keeping things going. All right. Let's do some hobby progress. So I will start. I've been essentially getting back to basics is what I'm calling this is I... I felt both burned out and not burned out after Adepticon, like burned out for painting things to that kind of level and kind of, I don't want to say keeping up with the Joneses technology wise, but I did some retail therapy. I, so I like going on Fortress and just typing in like a keyword and getting all the mechs that are for that keyword. Like if you type Star League, it gives you all the mechs that star league has tagged with i'm like that that's how i want like i just want to scroll and search so went on fortress and i bought an emperor the primitive model like the sweet like 2020 metal metal model version you say the 2020 the one that came out three years ago real time yeah nice yeah like this is this is a new looking it's a primitive but it's new (laughs) And it looks way better than the actual Emperor model. I'm so glad they're updating those. But why are they updating the primitives? I don't know, because they're just one tier below experimental. <laughs> better art, better models. <laughs> Papa John's. <laughs> uh, but I also got a Kyudo, a Swordsman, a Hammerhands. And then I picked up something a little weird. I got the Lazy Forger Missile Battery Pack. 
I'm not familiar with that one. Yeah, so Lazy Forger is the same guy who designed like the land battleships for that full spectrum dominance game. You've, oh, you've, you've yeah, probably yeah, seen yeah, yeah. yeah, you've seen pictures of those. If anyone's yep. wondering, Google that now and you've been like, oh yeah, I saw this on like my mini painting or Battletech Reddit or something. Like essentially get- you know, sci-fi scale tanks and stuff. Yeah. But, do you do you get tired of people looking at your swordsman and asking you about your weird shadowhawk? It's the cooler. This is literally the shadowhawk at home. It LRM, looks so much like it. Two it's got an LRM5 pack, an AC on the five, shoulder. Yeah. On the other shoulder. And then in both arms it's got really, really protruding medium lasers. Yep. I'm like, it's literally just the shadowhawk. But cooler. At least the art's cooler. The models, the model's okay. Like, okay, Nat, nah, nah, you got me. You got me on that one. <laughs> the Kyudo is literally the worst model I've ever bought from Is that the one with the big, weird left hand? It's, yeah, the left hand, it's like the strong arm, like twi- <laughs> 1.5 times the length of the right arm. That's, that's by purpose, because the left arm has like an LRM-20 on it. Like on the shoulder, right? It's a weird shoulder it mount. Gl- it glues onto the ball joint of the shoulder. Ah, gross. So like you have to put the arm down a little bit to get more exposed sphere, and then you glue it on that. And I'm like, oh, we should not have drawn this like this at all. <laughs> um, the right leg is supposed to be running, and the left leg is supposed to be on the ground or vice versa. I wanted to do just a standing like missile laser pose. No, the two legs are the different lengths. The feet are two different sizes. Oh yeah, so you're forced to do to do the pose that they have in the um in the tech manual. Like I, I've noticed that on a lot of the minis, like that that's just what it looks like is the pose, and if it, you can't deviate that in most cases. Um, I mean, I can't, but I did. Well, yeah, 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 you did, but. Uh, but you have to put some work into it. I had to put a lot of work into it for the model that I'm going to use twice. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So yeah, that that model got getting. Mm, if I had to hate mail any model, it'd be that, and then the Arcus. So we're doing so many primitives. One of our next campaign missions has to be, you know, versus versus the old guard. We've got to do that because we have them and we have to use them. It's just another excuse to put them on the table. I mean, they are very fun. If you're doing like a Age of War style game, like it's crappy tanks versus crappy mechs, then you get to see are mechs actually better than tanks, and it's very thematic. If everyone's on the same level, yeah, I'll just have a, a jump ship that did a that did a miss jump and it went through time instead of space. So so you know <laughs> it has actual fresh like you know fresh mechs from the old days. Four. Four farmhands stumble <laughs> into a hole in the ground and, and find a hegemony primitive stockpile. And then they go yeah. on a rampage and have to defend their homes from pirates this coming this fall. Uh, but yeah, so the Lazy Forger missile pack looks great. Super happy with that. Like That is designed by Lazy Forger, but printed by Death Ray Designs and then sold by fortress so that's like the only place you can get it and it's awesome like i i got it because i was i was like i'm dubious about the art versus actual 3d quality and it's like no this is this is better than i expected i'm almost mad now (laughs) 
Like nobody should be able to put that many windows on a tank and actually get it printed that well. Nice. Uh, I'll take a look at some of those. Yeah. So I've been painting up my proliferation pack because I got to take them out. And I'm doing Terran Hegemony Militia for like Age of War slash Star League era. So metal gray. Metal gray. Pre-SLDF green. Love it. It's the, you know, Henry Ford. You've got one choice of color and it's gray. Yeah, Any color you want. As long as the color you want is gray. But it's it's kind of nice. Like it's kind of freeing. I'm just painting these up because I like it. Oh, they're supposed to look... There's, yeah, I like the look. I've seen them. It's good. I love the cockpits. I I broke from my traditional gold cockpits to like icy blue. Like, but the highlights on it are are really nice. They look really good. Yeah, I would hope so. It's like five shades of blue, you know, blended down <laughs> right to the corner. I'm like, never doing this again, says man who does this every time. Yep, every time. Every time. But no, it's really nice because I'm just like, no, I'm having fun with these guys. This, this, this is therapeutic. So uh, what have you been up to hobby progress-wise? Uh, I actually finished the 3D printing painting um, of the entire BFM. So Whoa. Yep, we got the whole BFM all painted up, looking pretty, ready to go. The whole and thing. then immediately used it, but we'll say that till games played. <laughs> it looked good. I saw the pictures. Thanks. It looked yeah. too good. I was like, this yeah. is an official Battletech table. Like, this it looks better be than that. the Kickstarter. Stream. We got the exact right paint to go with the uh, the grassland maps. It's just so good. If the tables looked like that at Adepticon, we would have had a lot more traffic. Yeah. Yeah. On all the tables. Like you're even yeah, talking every about. Yeah. T- every table should have terrain that looks like that at a convention. 100%. All right. Um, well, let's just roll into it with Games Plate then. Fantastic. Why don't, why don't you lead off? Talk about using that sweet BFM. All right. Yeah. I've got a, a couple games. We'll start off with that one. Um, did a big Jade Falcon versus Mercenary Company. Um, well, I say Mercenary Company. It was three lances of uh, different mercenaries. So we had Hanson Rough Riders, Eridani Light Horse, and Snords of Regulars. Because we've had people painting up the uh, the Mercenary Force packs, and we wanted to use all that stuff. So, yep, we had a really big game, um, a company versus a binary on the BFM. And it was fantastic. It uh, it went till 2 a.m., which wasn't that fantastic, but it was a lot of fun, a lot of back and forth. Um, we had a, a key uh, guillotine and and thug holding off way more tonnage of clan mechs on the east flank than they should have possibly been able to. But they took uh, they took partial cover behind this barracks that must have taken 400 points of damage uh, on fives and nines rolled against the legs. It just <laughs> like, there's nothing left of that barracks. It was, it was crazy. Um, but it looked great. There was pictures. It was streamed on, on Twitch. So um, that's out there somewhere in the interwebs. You'll never uh, know. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then my other game, I'm still working on the, uh, the blind box um, formula. Uh, we've been working on giving all the inner sphere pilots an edge to make up for the fact that their LRMs have have uh, 
minimum ranges and their PPCs only do 10 points of damage. And with the uh, the test game that I did, one point of edge seems to work super well. Um, edge being different than lucky because lucky just lets you reroll one gunnery or piloting roll that you make. Mm-hmm. Whereas edge does all that. It, it basically lets you force a reroll for any role that affects you, whether you made it or someone else made it or actually uh, increase or decrease that role by one or two, depending on when you force that. So it's, it's actually super powerful and can, can, uh, can really help. So I think, I think two edge would be too much, but so far one edge is working really, really well. I'll have to play a few more games and make sure. We call that divine intervention around here. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, it's, you know, if the clans are out there fighting these particular inner sphere pilots, they're out there because they've got that edge against the competition type of thing. You know, they are, they're super special inner sphere guys. And Blake, this, yeah, Blake is on the side of the inner sphere, <laughs> <laughs> but so far it's working. How about you? Oh, I played two games since Adepticon. I played Scott Bomer and I took my proliferation pack versus his longbow, his new plastic Antos, because he got that from the Kickstarter party. Nice. And that looks real good in person. It does. He, he it got does. Too. I'm like, mm, that's an Antos, all right. Uh, uh, a guillotine and a Wolverine. He was taking like some, you know, upgraded tech, so like snub PBCs and all that. I took my Mackie, my Icarus 2, my Wolverine, no, sorry, not Wolverine, uh, Gladiator, and my Battle Axe against and that's, that. That's a proliferation Gladiator, not the not the clan Assault Mac Gladiator. Correct. These are, these are the, all the... So there's... The models are literally the primitive versions and not the intro tech. So I printed off primitive on one side of the paper and the introtech version on the other side and i used the introtech just to make it easy because i was like oh okay i don't want to get take critical hits on everything above a 10 <laughs> i know it's gross um so that was a great game i <laughs> really forgot how bad introtech mechs are and these are the bad versions of introtech mechs yeah but all your pilots were zero zero <laughs> uh i did have a two three mackie i think and a, yeah, a two three Mackie, a two three Battle Axe, and three four Icarus and Gladiator. Yeah, so I mean, you it wasn't do something it, to get that BV up. Yeah, it wasn't a bad fight. Like I'll I'll say that, but it's like every every other turn, I'm spiking heat to actually do any damage. What's what's your primary damage dealer? I don't know. This one PPC and all these medium <laughs> lasers. What would you do the next turn? Try to cool off. <laughs> hey, at least physical attacks are not affected by heat. Correct. Uh, the key moments of those would be the battle axe and Mackie, like double teaming against the Antos. Like, okay, it's it's generated only a teaming of one. I've got low skills. Jump into woods with the battle axe. Two PPCs on the right side. Mackie, PPC, AC 20. I'm like, that's a lot of damage. Can the Antos take it? No, it cannot. Yes. Oh, really? No. <laughs> yeah, no. It was like, wow. Focus fire. They both had the right side. So I was like, if this goes well, I'm going to put all the eggs in this basket. And it paid off. Um, the Mackie made it across the battle mat, like all the way from one end to the other to push the longbow off the table. Fantastic. I saw there was like a, a Wolverine in his back arc at one point. 
the Wolverine kept dancing around, but I think I had that first first use luck on the Mackie where it just never took a lot of damage. Like it could have died so many times and it never took the dying damage. It, it, it was a very agile Mackie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he had a heavy PPC in my back arc and needed like sixes and couldn't roll it. And I was like, oh thank, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, and then the battle axe did death from above to kill the Wolverine. Nice, because it's skill pilot skill three versus pilot skill five. It's a it's a minus two. Yeah, minus two. And I'm like, I'm feeling lucky because I'd already hit his head and I just needed to do like three damage to his head to kill it. And I was like, do it, do it, do it. And out of all the damage rolls, I was like, I just need to roll a six, and I got it. Nice. But yeah. Um, other game was against Austin. He brought an Archer, Catapult, Orion, and Mercury, and I brought the Mackie, the newly assembled and painted Emperor, Swordsman, and a Primitive Rifleman. So you fought in the shade for this one. That's what it sounds like. Yeah, no, there was a, this was Grasslands map. There ain't no shade on there. <laughs> uh, the shade from all the missiles coming oh, at you. Oh, God. Don't remind me. <laughs> Yeah, that was a rough game just because, okay, walking across the field, stomping through the forest. Uh, yeah, Mackie takes attack, head hit, kills the cockpit. I'm like, ooh, there goes 33% of my list right there. <laughs> uh, Rifleman takes AC-10 kick to the one leg, and I'm like, that, that makes down. Oh, God. Swordsman. Swordsman, no armor. Dies. And I was like, Emperor tries to like, okay, I can I can crush a head with the death from above. I can do that with the first mech with jump jets. Nope. Nope. Fail that. <laughs> Fail that. I don't know. What? Four up. It's like, oh. So yeah, that, that was a rough game. I did not it was a, it was my like intro tech very brawly, like like they are literally medium lasers with like one other primary weapon. A bunch of slow mechs uh, against uh, just a wall of missiles. Four every six turn. is my fastest. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Against literally missiles. And I was like, I don't want to say this was a skew list versus, you know, a bad list. Like, I'll, I'll admit my list wasn't optimized at all. So that, I don't want to say it wasn't fun, but I'm glad it's over. <laughs> <laughs> Run away. Yeah. Yeah, but we were also playing no mission or anything, so it's like, okay, right. I just have to walk into you to do anything, and that means you get, like, five extra turns to try to kill me before I get there. Yep. So, yeah, so those are my two games I've played since then. Um, I think we've got some upcoming events. First off, I'd like to thank Mole Man on the, the battle on the Mech Bay Discord for starting the uk battletech discord it's literally what it's called uk battletech so finally we can get all the people in britain organized and they can start having events over there that they know about i mean everyone get out there and play everyone i don't care where you are the brits need battletech like i just know it it goes well with tea i think (laughs) But we've got the Motor City Mayhem in good old Detroit. Uh, not to be confused with regular Detroit, which is in the Oregon Breach. I was going to ask about that. This is, this is regular Detroit, like Terra, <laughs> like, comma, <laughs> Detroit. But that is May 20th. That is going to be Alpha Strike, and it's going to be awesome. Because I've seen 
all the stuff that they're getting ready for that. And that's going to be like the event to go to for Alpha Strike in between events. Uh, I'm going to say that I am, I'm actually making some of the stuff that's going to be displayed there. I'm doing that uh, this weekend, actually. Yeah, I won't be there, but MechBay is sending some swag and some party favors up. So if you get the chance, email MotorCityMechWarriors at gmail.com for more info if you want to play. Because that's May 20th. It's coming up, but it's going to be awesome. We've got Tukayid Heat on the MRC Battle Tactics Discord going all month long on Mega Mech. So in the virtual space. Overflow servers will be on our own mech bay mega mech uh servers that uh, that we've got going so you won't be able to uh no matter how many people are playing we will have enough tables yeah we've got battle of tukayid on may 20th in st louis missouri and you can go to miniaturemarket.com for more info on that and lastly we have many many con may 13th for alpha strike in cornelius north carolina and that's gonna be an all-day alpha strike event so may is very busy for BattleTech. it really is i mean i think everyone's just like so hyped after the kickstarter that they're like oh yeah you want to play BattleTech too all right for store news uh fortress miniatures and games our supplier of all things BattleTech and <laughs> wallet <laughs> depleting uh they have their new shipment of the army painter BattleTech paint sets and the alpha strike counters packs Urban Mech Salvage Boxes, and Urban Mech Plushies. So some of the things that, that you could only get at Adepticon are now in retail for there. It says Urban Mech Salvage Boxes. Do they mean the, the Lance Packs or, uh, or just literally just the, the original? Just the Salvage Boxes from okay. what I could tell. And I'm going to double check that right now because that was the like, whoa. Salvage Box. Okay, yeah. So it's just the original, original urban mech, not the uh, not all the different weapon variants. If you want a single urban mech, which is honestly all you need, in my opinion, but but wait, they also have the new Ironwind Metal, awesome Warhammer, and of course the Urban Mech Arrow Four variant. Oh, do they now? Yeah, so they got those from Ironwinds at Fortress Miniatures. So because I do kind of want one or two of those. I knew. See, that's the thing. Everybody wants Urban Max, but they only want the Arrow Four, and they don't want to lie to themselves and say that. I like the one with the LB10X. I've used that one a lot um, over the years. And that one's uh, only if that one's good. Only if we're playing on maps where I'm allowed to have hidden units, though. If you can't hide your Urban Mech, then it's it's not going to last until it gets a chance to get a shot off. But it's yeah. kind of like an SRM six carrier. It's it it has its use, but you have to prep the battlefield in your favor first. <coughs> hidden units, <coughs> exactly. Urban field, exactly. Sensor ghost. <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, that's that's a lot of cool new product. Uh, they also have the new Metalcore collectibles, the Gila Garrison Tank, the Defender, Aggressor, and Support Models. And if you hadn't seen it yet, the Tarmac King Support Tank. Like The tank is literally just has a piece of pavement on top ready to like <laughs> drop. And I'm like, if that ain't the coolest thing you've seen, then I don't know. So, more retail therapy coming your way soon. Yes. It's like I haven't spent enough on the Kickstarter already. I know. I found some more change in the couch cushions. I got to throw it at this stuff. All right. You ready for fan mail? 
I'm ready for fan mail. All right. Sam Burling writes, it is with deep regret that I must begin this letter to the podcasters on such a negative note as to air some hate. Great. Well, (laughs) that sounds about right. (laughs) But I cannot remain silent any longer. You, all three of you, with your excellent painting. Congratulations, Josh, on your most recent best painted work. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, the way you constantly appreciate other people's work that gets shared in the Discord, and worst of all, how you help others to better their own painting or to blame for my current predicament. I really want to paint more, but also I want better tools to be able to get better results and airbrush, amongst other things, as well as time, space to really achieve some high-quality results. You have left me wanting more out of myself, and I hate you for that. I I understand. I do. I do. But on that, it's... Uh, I know that you want better equipment. Uh, I also want a new airbrush. Um, but the best way to get good painting is just is just do it. Uh, the more you do it, the better you're going to get, which goes into the time and space. I think that is the more important uh, aspect of your list up there. So good luck with that, and uh, please <laughs> keep posting that to the Discord. I want to see. I want to see all your progress. Yeah, same. Um- my little bit of advice for that is it's definitely time. If you don't have the resources, like like tools are cool, but my advice is always go buy like the cheapest lot of mechs or units or whatever skeletons. I don't really care. Like the cheapest models that you can put paint on and just paint them, learn new techniques, new colors, do whatever makes you happy. If you're wanting to like really progress to that next level, no one is amazing right out the gate. It, there's a literal pile of potential behind them. Yeah, some of it. I mean, some would. of it's shame. Like they'll admit yeah. that they're not happy with everything they've ever painted. Like I've got, yeah. I've got models. I hate looking at. I'm like, no, you go away, please. Don't remind me of that time. Yep. You want you want those seven thousand hours of of uh, practice in to call yourself a master. Yeah. So just keep practicing. That's all. That's all we want to see. Uh, lastly, can I get some feedback on this Comstar list I randomly threw together for a 7.5k clan evasion mech only four separate mission set event that kicks off May 1st. Hmm, I was like, this sounds like 2k at heat from the <laughs> RC. Um, all right, so Sam has a Shadowhawk 5M. I, I don't see the pilot. Oh, there, there. Uh, at 4.5, <laughs> pilot name, definitely not Denim. <laughs> A, yes it is uh, black knight nine at three four definitely not josh hmm uh mongoose 67 at three four a mongoose 66 at four four a blackjack one piloted by not dustin at four five and then shadowhawk 2h at four five piloted by back in my day hmm, i see i see what would happen here so what do we think about this list well, without being able to see the missions that it was designed for, uh, it's got some mobility, but not jumpy mobility with the the two mongoose. Um, personally, I don't I don't know how it fits in Comstar. I assume Comstar can get almost anything, though. I, I'd like to see a mongoose and and a spider. I, I just love that jump eight. I do like the five M. I'd love to see that with a three gunnery because it puts out so much damage. I mean, it's got the Ultra AC five, the LRM twenty. It's just got a lot of a lot of damage output compared to the regular Shadowhawk. Oh yeah, yeah, 
Uh, how about how about your first impressions? My first impression is I don't know if the mongooses are able to run the interference. I feel like they're planned to be. Like I see them as a run up and interfere until the rest of the list can like get up, set up in positions, and the Black Knight can kind of like do what the Clan Buster Black Knight does. Black Jat's good, but two Shadowhawks is. I feel like you need a faster, tankier unit. In there. Like a Wolverine. Like a Wolverine, something that can get up and brawl. Like but that's got higher BV, too. I, yeah. I kind of understand spreading 7,500 points out over six mechs is difficult, and this is not this is not a bad list for that. But I do, th- I do think that he doesn't have enough mobility with two non-jumping mongooses. Yeah. I drop a mongoose, and I, I don't want to say mongooses are expensive for what they are, but they're also expensive in the clan invasion era because you're paying for the speed of an H12 and that's 900. That's, that's almost a thousand, you know, BV per mongoose. You could drop one and drop a shadow Hawk and bump that into like a heavy brawler that can maybe jump and then low skill as well. So it's not going to die like a Wolverine trying to think of any other inner sphere mechs that might, a grasshopper is also good. Yeah. The grasshopper has, I mean, it's a, Four six four, right? Yeah, but it's that that jumpiness with max armor. Like here's here's the thing guillotine. about jumping. Yeah, guillotine would be good. But the thing I have about jumping mechs, especially heavier jumping mechs, is you really need to save the BV to give those at least a three gunnery to make up for the fact that if you're jumping with a four five, you can't hit anything. Um, you so you're either jumping or you're firing. And if you want to jump and fire, you need at least a three gunnery, if not lower. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, I don't think any of the mongooses need a three four. Nope. Even the four because four. they're going to be they're going to be doing all of their shots in in close range anyway. Yeah. Yeah. If you're shooting <laughs> at medium range with the mongoose, something's gone wrong or your opponent's gone wrong. I like the two shadowhawks. I also don't love two shadowhawks. I, I like the five M. I'd I'd love to f- finagle the points around to get a Wolverine instead of that uh, that two H. Yeah, don't don't take a two H. You're not going to be happy. It's got twelve heat sinks. It's gonna. It's a the best you can five, do with that eight, is three. run up and kick things all the time. Oh, uh, don't do it, please. Blackjack but one yeah. even. Oh, God. I know it's happening. Which is none of these are great because they're like the middleweights of their class, and I'd rather mm-hmm. see like a heavyweight, like the Comstar Archer, like the special Archer. Comstar variant, he, what is it, 11 CS, 5 CS, one of the two, uh, with four LRM-15s and Artemis. Like, that's way better than any of those Shadowhawks for... The Archer with the four LRM-15s and, and Artemis is one of the best Archers ever made. Yeah. Just hands down. It yeah. is, I've seen it used to, to great success. <laughs> Too much. Against um, me. <laughs> Yeah, so you don't need that blackjack if you've got something that's dedicated and can do indirect because the blackjack's great for plinking, but plinking over that many turns isn't great. Yeah, I mean, I get the whole, it's a comm star, so it should have it should have six mechs in that level two, but, um, but that's spreading BV out a lot. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know if you'll have alternate ammunitions in Clan Invasion Era, but I need to look at that more, but... So overall, we we don't hate the list, but oh no, I like I'd I'd have fun playing against this for sure. But uh, but he did ask our opinions. Yeah. 
Don't take a Shadowhawk to H. You'll be disappointed because back in my day. <laughs> it, it is disappointment. It's it really disappointment is. disappointment in a can. All righty. That's not to say that I wouldn't and haven't taken a 2H myself, but um, but yeah, it it feels it feels weird doing it. And on the last episode for the patron shout out, I forgot Mage Twelfth Bacon Rager and Faz, and the new patrons Paul Dennis, Travis Callen, Honick, Mike Mike, and Scott Pickering. Yeah. All righty, ready to move on to some Kickstarter, or we need a break. Uh, let's take a quick break, and then we'll get on to the Kickstarter. All right. Warning. Damage critical. Ammunition depleted. Welcome to the beaches of Canopus. Away from the chaos of the battlefield awaits rest and relaxation of a quality unsurpassed by the successor states. Trade in your cooling vest and neuro helmet for a cold martini and a nap in the sun. Or perhaps try your luck at one of our sphere-renowned casinos. Indulge in free culture and arts in our renowned galleries while expanding your palate with tastes local and foreign at authentic high-class restaurants and bars. Everyone knows that the magistracy is unsurpassed in pleasure and relaxation. Book a transcendent experience with an agent near you and return to your life truly refreshed. All right, we have the Kickstarter to end all Kickstarters. Well, funny you say that. Um, obviously, that is not the case. Uh, however, Catalyst did expect this to be a small Kickstarter because that's one of their goals is to do a lot of small Kickstarters to fund their their new projects. Hopefully, Solaris will be one of them. But this Kickstarter ended up doing so much better than they ever possibly imagined. So I think word on the street is they were expecting like half ish of the a game of armor combat slash clan evasion combined Kickstarter thing. Right, exactly. Cause they were expecting a small Kickstarter. But they don't seem to understand that people like Battletech. They do. No, I don't believe that. Yeah. Yes. How much do people like Battletech? Uh they like Battletech to the tune of seven point five four nine million. <laughs> Seven point five four nine million and sixty nine cents, thanks to I don't know who it was leading the charge, but every time it changed, he would go in and buy something else to make sure that 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 cent sign ended up at sixty nine the entire campaign. So kudos to that person, whoever that was. Real mech warrior of genius, right there. That's right, real mech warriors of genius, Mister Sixty Nine Cents Man. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right so we had we touched on this there were multiple levels you had the paper pusher you've got the recruit the veteran the company the battalion regiment all the way up to the big kappa so what are the differences between all of these big you know money pits of ours Um, yeah well you don't even get the uh, mercenaries box until veteran yeah so paper pushers really just little stuff like all yep. digital rewards essentially right i like the idea of this i want to get a little bit of stuff but but i'm i'm uh 
Not interested no, not in, in product. Not interested in product. That's exactly right. Yeah. So, and then recruit, I think, gives you a beginner box. Yeah, so I'd love to get into Battletech. This is a great way to do it. And I still want the digital rewards, but also a beginner box. That's a great place if you were like wanting to get the Kickstarter for someone else. Yeah. Yeah. Or if you just wanted one particular force pack or something, so you get that and then you you add on that force pack and you're golden. Yeah. The cheapest way in. All right. At Veteran, we've got 80 bucks and that gets you the box set, the four-inch Timberwolf, three salvage boxes, seven digital books, and three audiobooks. That's pretty good for 80 bucks considering the box set's 80 bucks. So really half of that's free. Yeah, you get the box set and then a bunch of free stuff to say thank you for supporting the Kickstarter. I like that. I like that it's just this is the price of the box set and you'll get some. And all the salvage boxes are from the mercenary line. So they could be a mech, they could be a vehicle. Nope, 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 nope. Or are these are these these not random? All mercenary salvage boxes were announced to be one of the 38 mechs only. Oh, okay. Not vehicles. Yep. No, Interesting. I had, to, I had to go into one of their FAQs for that one. That is, but. That is a change. I'm glad they, they specified that because originally it was mech or vehicle. And if you got a vehicle, you would get two of, of that vehicle. So I'm betting that, that, that some, logistical, <laughs> some logistical thing happened and, and they changed that. So it's only one of the mechs. That's good to know. That could have changed. I want to say, don't quote me on that, but that I did read from one of their Kickstarter emails. Mercenary salvage boxes are one out of the 38 mechs and only mechs. No, that that's a new thing because what I'm talking about, what I heard was from a long time ago. Okay. So okay. we're going to go with yours. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. So like I said, veteran, great. Uh, company at $150 reduce is where you start getting more forest packs. You get five forest packs three salvage boxes and you get six additional like rewards sword you also everyone gets the was it company swag option like one swag right one swag item uh not one swag set that's a different thing so either a patch a pin um or a challenge coin uh although i think you get challenge coins separately too yep so the battalion gives you one challenge coin and one swag so yeah, company, good. Not great, but good. Because you're getting essentially everything from veteran in five packs. And these five force packs are let's let's roughly say are thirty-five bucks. Cause right. And we're also getting like at this point, um we're getting posters, a lot of posters. Super sized posters. But that's okay. <laughs> that's okay, he says. Well, it's they're they're you know, they're they're no, folded no, they're- for shipping. <laughs> I they're, literally they're wrote here, up. they're folded, not rolled, and multiple FAQs were like, can't do fold or can't do rolled, only fold. Yeah. But no, at least rolled, I have that, I've got that t-shirt press now, so I can flatten them out, and they look they look uh, really nice after you do that. That's good. Um, then so I roll them myself. Battalion at $275, you get 11 force packs. It's a lot of force packs. The three salvage boxes, premium record sheets a savannah map pack and the physical sun Tzu art of war by jamie okay Wolf. this is the stuff that i that that i really really like when you get like a physical leather bound copy of sun Tzu art of war annotated 
by Jamie Wolf with his little notes and thoughts written into the margins. Like that stuff I love so much. So more of that. We've got Regiment at $500. 17 force packs. It's a whole lot of force packs. Four salvage boxes. The Encounters Battletech dice game. Both the Savannah and the City map packs. Yay. And that's the paper, the paper packs. Yes. And then, of course, everything that the previous ones got. And then we have Big Kappa at 5,000 C-bills. That's a lot. That's a lot. You get two mercenary box sets, 38 force packs, battle mats, not battle sheets, battle mats of City and Savannah, two years of quote-unquote free product. It's not just two years of free product. It's two years of two of everything they make. So up there where it says the battle mats of City and Savannah, they get two of each of those. So like not two individual battle mats, but two of all no, the battle yeah, mats. No, yeah, sorry. They get all of the battle mats for this. They get all the battle mats twice yeah. for this. And then they get whatever products that come out there for two years, they will get that. Yep. So unannounced yep. things. You're just pre-buying it. Yep, pre-buying uh, two of them. <laughs> two of everything. Uh, currency Con Invite shirts and more i wrote here more than is probably necessary because if you bought the big kappa you're not listening to this podcast wondering what you got (laughs) yeah you get everything yeah and then some don't ask me i'll ask you you know what you don't get you don't get uh (laughs) you don't get your name in an official product (laughs) (laughs) that is mysteriously missing from this kickstarter i wonder why they're still trying to get that finished from last time <laughs> oh my goodness that was a mess that should have been more expensive last time is what it should have been the artists and writers have been like that was way underpriced <laughs> that was a mistake nobody consulted anyone on that uh, but yeah so those are our price tiers i want to just point out that during all this there was a lot of i don't want to say complaints oh there were a lot of comments that like they felt like the Kickstarter was weighted towards Battalion, like just as a whole. Probably. Like Probably. all, that, all that of the like... unlocks were heading towards Battalion. If you do the average uh, amount per person, it came out to around the Battalion anyway. So it just like if that's how most people are going to go, that's where most of the most of the love is going to go. But yeah, no, I, I would agree that it was somewhat weighted towards battalion is where you start really breaking price per value. A lot of people were also commented like they would love to back somewhere in between company and battalion and battalion and regiment. And there just wasn't that option. Like these were the discrete options. And I was like, right. yeah. But like I said, they were expecting this to be smaller. So they didn't have, you know, it, it wasn't, it wasn't to be convenient to all backers. It was to be convenient to CGL. There weren't just there were only a few discrete things and not a like choose your own adventure Kickstarter, which yeah. the clan invasion I felt kind of was more so. To quote a comment I saw when they were complaining about the prices and how many force packs you got, it was like, well, yeah, of course, that was three economic <laughs> um, collapses ago. It's like, yeah. All right. So this is all technically centered around the mercenaries box set and we haven't really touched on that this is quote a supplement is how they're describing yep. it to the just battle. like clan invasion uh, yeah 
Yeah. It's its own standalone, but also a supplement to what is already out there. It's not standalone in that it doesn't come with the basic rules that come in the a game of armored combat, just like the uh, the clan invasion. So it comes with supplemental rules. It does not come with the how to play battletech rules. So you really want to have a game of armored combat as well. Because something tells me that 32 page rule book it comes with is going to spend a lot of time on vehicles, especially the hovercraft they have. Oh, yeah. <laughs> We're like, oh, God. Um, so yeah, so we get 12 miniatures. We get the Chameleon, Star Slayer, Caesar, Devastator, Flea, Firefly, Quick Draw, Ostal, two Galleon light tanks, and two Maxim hover transports. Hover transport. You know we're going to be playing with infantry now. Yeah, I was a little surprised they didn't include anything infantry-wise in there. I can only guess that they will have, in those 99 Battlefield support cards we get inside the box, something will be like, counts as infantry or something yeah i was hoping to at least have intersphere battle armor included but um but you got to get a force pack for that i was surprised that there are no force packs with just bases of standard infantry though uh i guess maybe that's part of the counter like i know they've got three punch boards of additional counters we might get infantry on those i would hope i want to hope because I'm, I'm assuming. I'm completely fine if that's how they want to approach inventory for now, like until they feel like their manufacturing and art can really make inventory look good. Yeah, because that scale has got to be super tiny. I don't mind for regular standard inventory. I don't mind it just being a, a punch board counter. Easy to stack, easy to to put on top of a vehicle to say it's transporting it. Um, it w- I think that would be a good solution, but have not heard either way personally. Yeah, so we get pilot cards in that. We get support cards. We get the reference sheets, which we all love. Uh, Laminated Mercenaries poster, two six-sided dice, and two paper maps, which we don't know what the maps are. And the most up-to-date Battlefield support deck. Yes. Included in the box. Mm, Finally. Yes. Well, they did that with the uh, Alpha Strike box set as well which i thought was fantastic so you've got the alpha strike version in the alpha strike box set you've got the classic version in the mercenaries box set i think that's a great addition same so what's our overall impression mechs in this good not great things you i (laughs) i'm a huge fan of the chameleon um i like how the devastator looks um i i like these mechs i do and i and i i like I like vehicles. They're fun. I like it too. I don't think any of these are like poster boys compared to like the game of armor combat and clan invasion boxes. Yeah, I, I can see that. I mean, hey, there's no Timberwolf in here. Amazing. There's no clan um, at all. Right. That's true. That's true for because it's a mercenaries box set and clan doesn't do mercenaries. No, but mercenaries uh, do clan. <laughs> yeah. I think I think the Star Slayer is is supposed to, like I've seen that featured on a lot of products. Yeah. Uh, it's even on the um the the paint set, the BattleTech uh Army Painter paint set, the Star Slayer is front and center right on that. So I, I think they're trying to make the Star Slayer, you know, the the key poster boy of that set. Star Slayer is Star League. <laughs> it looks unusual. It does. I like it. I like the asymmetrical. The I'm a little upset that the chameleon is in here because that means that it's going to be harder for me to get a lance of them. Um, is that a reference I'm not privy to? 
No, I, I, I have a scenario that, that uses a lance of chameleons. Uh, and sometimes I don't always want to bring the metal ones around. I'd love to have the new, the new updated version for my lance of training chameleons. Uh, so, but I don't really want to buy four of the box sets. I think already I'm going to end up with two or three of them. So I'll just trade for another, I'll just trade for another, to somebody else for another, uh, chameleon. I'm sure I can find somebody. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, I don't feel like this is like poster boys. I I don't want to say like the choices are weird. They made the choices for the reasons they made. But yeah. Um, I don't mind putting mechs that aren't as familiar in products and major products because it, it gets people to use them. And I, I think that's a big part of it. It's people get too stuck on the mechs that they like and prefer. And then there's like mechs like the quick draw that some people have never, ever used. Well, now there's one in your box, so so why not put it out on the table? See how it see how it feels, you know. Take that Firefly. The Firefly is actually a really good mech. It's got a lot of firepower for its size, like a whole lot. Um, and if you don't use it, you know, who's to say that the flea isn't better than the locust <laughs> in certain situations? I was like, everyone has to include one crappy light mech, and that's legally required. And that was the flea. It is. You like but it? Test it out. <laughs> see what you see. What you think? All right. Um, first forty-eight hours, people got a Visigoth, and that's also an add-on. So if you weren't able to get in the first forty-eight hours, you can buy a Visigoth. That's true. So that'll be cool. So that'll match up with our Shalom that yep. we got from the last Kickstarter. Uh, we've got the four-inch-tall Timberwolf. And that's for everybody that got the veteran or above. That yeah. was not a 48 hour thing. That's just, if you did a veteran or above, you got a four inch Timberwolf. Thoughts on four inch tall Timberwolves? I don't think that's an add on, right? Not that I could find. Yeah. I, I, I think that's just a, I mean, yay. I'm going to have a, a, an awesome sized Timberwolf that I'm going to have painted up super, super nice. Like this is where a lot of the mechs I've just been painting to be table ready because I play campaigns and I have a lot of them and I want to get them out. But this, the four inch Timby will be, you know, that will be my piece of art. I will put extra time into that and it will look good and it will just sit there on my desk for people to be like, Ooh, ah, yeah, that one's the take to work after it's painted up. And I don't yeah. see anyone playing with that because I don't know of any other four inch mechs no. we have. You can make a really pretty diorama with it. That's true. With just it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We've got the premium mech sheets. Wanted to talk about those. Thought <laughs> I mean, it's it's just like they did with the with the other ones. They look really, really nice and they work super well right out of the box with uh, with dry erase pens. I just go through me personally for for what I do as a CDT person at my store, I go through so many mech sheets. It's just easier for me to print them out in bulk. But I, I love how they look. It's just not a product for me. But I can see a lot of people who, who are more casual than I am get a lot of use out of them. I can't wait to play with my premium record sheets. Oh, man, I'm so excited for these. Yeah, you're limited to those uh, those variants. Yeah, completely. That's fine. That's fine. I'm happy for the premium record sheets. They look cool. Do you, do, do you have the premium ones from the other? I do not. I didn't know how uh, cool they were at the start. Uh, yeah, they had they had them over at Adepticon, and I did not purchase them immediately, so they got sold out immediately. I was about to say, I never saw them. Yeah, they, they were sold out almost instantly. God. I meant to. I was going to go back to get my second second 
line of stuff. And when I went back, everything sold out. Oh. Just to have it, just to have it in my collection. I don't know if I was ever going to use it, but I wanted it. But those are neat. And I like that we'll be getting them for free, but also add yep. Um Force packs. Lots of force packs. Shall we read to ye all the force packs available for this? Yeah, let's do it fast, though. Like, like we don't have to spend a lot of time on it. People can go do their their to go to the Kickstarter page and, and get all of that information. Speed read. But, uh, all right. We got yeah. battlefield support, assault and cavalry. We got two demolisher tanks, two Shrek PPC carriers, two Condor heavy hovers, and two Pegasus scout hover tanks. I dig it. I love me some Pegasus scout hovers and all of the vehicle packs. I'm just I'm just excited. I'm getting them all. Yeah. So, well, too long. Don't listen. Man, we're excited for some plastic vehicles. We are insanely excited. Not, not a single of the packs that has a vehicle is a loser, in our opinion. I thought at first they they were they looked a bit big because some of them do overhang the hex bases. I don't care anymore. I think they look like after looking at them, they just look really pretty. It's going to make it difficult to stack them in a hex. I don't care. Oh my they god, look pretty. Don't get me started on stacking rolls that two of these can go in a hex. I know it's going to be great. <laughs> Uh, we got Battlefield Support, Battle and Fire, uh, two Manticore Heavy Tanks, two Vedette Medium Tanks, two LRM Carriers, and two SRM Carriers with enough or, turrets to make four of either one. So detachable turrets. So get your magnets, Mech Warriors, because you're going to learn today. Yeah, any any vehicle that has a turret already has a movable turret. Like any, all, all the vehicle turrets do spin. All of them? That's what I heard. Anything with a turret, it you can you can twist the turret. Okay. Um, I'm not saying that because I didn't read that, but. Yeah, I read that somewhere. There's too much information in this to really digest all at once. So in the Kickstarter, the the vehicles that that the stores got, one of them had like a really tiny little, like a small laser turret. It was still twistable. Like even the little tiny one, Uh, even even the Goliath mech with its turret on the top had a had a spinnable, rotatable turret. You heard it here first, folks. But yeah, I love that they that they the LRM carrier and SRM carrier they come with enough to make four of each if you if that's what you want. I feel like this love is going to be like the most wanted pack just for that. Uh, we've got the battlefield support objectives pack. We got mobile long tom artillery with the support carriage. We got the mobile headquarters and of course the mash vehicle. So these are literally yep. your objective vehicles in three dimensions now. This is going to be super popular for anyone who runs uh, tournaments or missions. Anything with objectives, because these are literally your standard objectives for for uh, games like that. So, I think everybody needs one. Nobody needs a lot unless you're you're running the games, and then you need as many as you have tables. Yeah. Uh, Battlefield support, recon and hunter, two skulker wheeled scout tanks, two warrior H seven attack helicopters, two behemoth heavy tanks, and two Antos heavy tanks. This has got to be Paulo's favorite pack because of those attack helicopters. I mean, I feel like this is going to be a lot of people's favorite because helicopters. Yeah. And Antos. They look good, too. Mm, They look good. I also like how this one's a mix of light, heavy, and then VTOL. So, like, this is your all-rounder box set. Yep. We have... It's like the sample pack. (laughs) Yeah, this is the sampler. We have the only two clan packs in this entire Kickstarter, the clan cavalry star and clan direct fire star pack uh, cavalry star, having the black Python, the Shadowhawk two C Griffin two C Jenner two C and locust two C. So light, light medium, and then heavy and assault, or I'm sorry. Nope. Yeah. Shadowhawk two C no. is an assault. 
No, the Phoenix Hawk 2C is an assault. Shadow Hawk 2C is 45 tons. God. Uh, <laughs> no. Yeah. So you've got, you've got a heavy, two mediums, and two lights. Okay. I dig it. Uh, yeah. Then the other side of the coin is Clan Direct Fire Star Pack with the Kraken, Highlander 2C, Phoenix Hawk 2C, Grizzly, and Rifleman 2C. So, <laughs> so this, right, is looking... the, this is the heavyweight box compared to the lightweight box. Oh, yeah. I, I love the Rifleman 2C. When I saw the Highlander 2C, for some reason, I saw it as Hollander 2C. I'm like, what is that? Uh, the no. best mech that was ever <laughs> imagined. And it doesn't exist because I can't have anything I want in real life but yeah but the phoenix hawk 2c they bumped that up to 80 tons yeah this these are these are big boys all of them chonkadillas all right we got the inner sphere assault lance so this is now to the inner spheres mechs uh pillager goliath shogun and hoplite so our first quad yeah it looks like a a looks like a goliath yeah it looks like a goliath kid you made fun of in high school that looks exactly the same <laughs> as an just adult bigger. just bigger inner sphere battle armor is next yay mm-hmm. even on the even on the the little blurb it's what's there to say four squads of battle armor yeah that's a lot of empty space in that box set and <sighs> did you want to put a level two of battle armor instead i actually would i feel like if the clans got the five elemental pack, I feel like the inner sphere pack could just have six. Like you only get four guys to a base. So it would make me feel a little bit better on the price point on that one. Um, the price point is, uh, I don't know what the exact price point is of those. So, uh, the so inner sphere are 30, the vehicles are 30 or 40 and the clan are 35. Okay. So, this one I would hope would be 30, but I feel like even that that's only four hexes. Yeah. For some reason I, I thought I heard that that was cheaper, but I, I don't, if I don't it's know. cheaper, okay. I hope so. Cause that's the one that I'm like, I'm getting one or two of those for sure. I mean, it only comes with four. So we need multiple of them to do like any company of interstate battle armor. Yep. All right. Moving on. Intersphere heavy recon charger, Ostrock, Merlin and assassin. Uh, the charger. Twenty eight percent interest. Oh, charger! I I dig the assassin. Real happy to have an assassin. Mm-hmm. It's a pretty one. Uh, Merlin's not a bad mech, but uh, yep, all about the assassin life. Uh, Intersphere pursuit lance, dervish, cicada, Clint, and Hermes too. I like the dervish. I'm happy they have that. It's like surprise, you know, like. The one mech you don't expect, and it's like, oh, Dervish, nice to have you here. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome. Yeah. It's a solid 55-tonner. Mm-hmm. Uh, sphere Recon Lance, Firestarter, Oscout, Spectre, and Javelin. Yeah, I, I'll be getting all of those. I like, yeah. I like all of them. Mm, that, that's the best it's one. It's a solid Recon Lance. Like, I already have a, the Metal Oscout, which is, like, roughly the same CAD design Oscout. And, and it goes with the Ostol in the box set. Exactly. Like, you you got to complete the Ost collection. Also, the Spectre looks dope. Not how I would imagine it. Much more happy about it. Yeah, he put on some weight. Some good weight. It looks good on him. It it does look good. It does. Uh, Intersphere Security Lance. Jaegermech, Scorpion, Falcon, and Whitworth. Your other quad. That, that Scorpion's got some swiggity-swooty coming for that booty energy. Yeah. <laughs> It's so weird looking. It is. I mean, one leg is completely off the hex. 
Like, oh yeah, he's he's taking a step for sure. People are gonna be people are gonna be cutting that one and and reposing it a lot. But I also think the quads are really easy to do that with. So yeah, because they're super stable. All right, then we have the legendary Mech Warrior Two pack. Uh, we've got our SM Five Tank Destroyer Caesar. <laughs> yeah, I was sorry. That was, was Calandre Kel. Yeah, uh, Caesar Archangel variant. The Alternate Pose Devastator, the Charger 3K, and the Marauder Red Hunter with the optional auto cannon swappable. That's cool. Yeah. I, I I like how they're now experimenting with, oh, we'll put things that are optional in the box sets. I love that. Yeah. All right. Uh, Legendary Pilots Pack 3, Marauder, Bounty Hunter, all All variants. <laughs> uh, we got the Warhammer 9K. That is the MML7 variant. If I yeah. so instead of a six missile pod, you've got a seven missile pod. Uh, Griffin 2N, Timberwolf Bounty Hunter 2, mm-hmm. Loki Mark 2. Excited for that. And Marauder 2 Bounty Hunter. It's like half the things in here are Bounty Hunter, which is fine. I have no problems with that. I mean, it's a Mercenaries Kickstarter. I don't love it, but I understand it. I accept it. You gotta fight against the the bounty hunter. Yeah, that's a lot. We also so those are the force packs we can that they kind of like announced and we knew about. Right. They threw two in during the Kickstarter. That is the rifle and command lance vehicle pack with the Hetzer, Bulldog, Sturmfjord heavy tank, and the Von Luckner heavy tank. Mm-hmm. And everyone loves a Hetzer. <laughs> Yeah, it's, yeah, I mean, it, it, no turret, but uh, it's just a gun that points that direction. Yeah, I mean, I, I'll use them for sure. Can't say no to them, <laughs> to this pack. Um, it looks good, like the the, the mini looks really good. I, oh, I like yeah. how it looks. Then we have the Heavy Battle and Sweep Lance with the Patton Tank, the Pike Tank, the Jet Ed- J. Edgar Hover Tank, and the Drillson Heavy Hover. And this, you need both a Pike and a Shrek, for sure. I mean, I definitely think this is, like, my number two box set for vehicles, because I have I love the J. Edgar. Like, it's probably the coolest oh, yeah, of the that, Yeah, I was going to say, it is It is the hover I would use the most, for sure. Yeah. I'm really glad they added that. And the Pike, which just got the new three plasma cannon, or sorry, plasma rifle variant. Mm-hmm. And if you don't think that's real, real good, then I got... Oh, yeah. No, I was... I was. The, I think we talked about that when the Ilkaland Rec Guides came out with it. I, I love three three plasma rifles. Three I think that is, is scary. Great. <laughs> um, I do like the patent tank. I just, you know, when you just want a tank, you know, I want a tank. There, There's a tank. You a patent or vedette person? Uh, For your patent. generic tank. Yeah. Are you AC5 or are you AC10? AC10. Okay. Yeah. The dead's like super basic. Patton's like basic with extra bling. Because <laughs> we all want flamers on our tanks. Now, here's the stuff we didn't get and didn't unlock. We did not unlock the blood ass specific salvage box. And we did not unlock the Somerset Strikers force pack with the Somerset Strikers specific variant of the Axeman, Mauler, Alternate Bushwhacker, Hatamoto Chi, and alternate wolfhound 
Right. And that Axeman, the, the 2N with the two LRM-15 launchers, like I was going to have to to modify one of those. Now, we didn't get it for free because we didn't hit 8 million. But they did mention that all of that stuff will be available to purchase as add-ons, all of it. So that includes the Somerset Strikers, like the, the patch and the pin um, and the dice and the whole Somerset Striker 5 mech Lance Pack and the Blood Asp Salvage Box will all be available for you to purchase as an add-on. You just won't get it for free at the tier that you that you purchased um, or that you backed in the Kickstarter. Well, that's good to know because I know it there were is. a lot of people that were like, we need to get the Blood Asp. I know, yeah. So no free Blood Asp, but you can buy one. <laughs> all right. Uh, so that's all the models, and that's a lot of models. It is a lot. <laughs> Sweet Blake, that's a lot of models. I, I am I am giddy that, that we've got the Somerset Strikers pack because because as you know I've mentioned it on the podcast before I wanted to, I wanted to paint up all of them anyway but some of the models just didn't exist so Hatamoto Chi Mauler new variant Axeman super super happy I will be posting pictures of those as I paint them that's the first like I want to say like Draconis Combine this is only a Draconis Combine mech and there's no way around it. You- <laughs> and i was i've honestly been a little surprised it's taken this long to get something like the hatamoto chi but i'm glad it's finally here yeah it's like a mix between the charger and the thug that's exactly what it is literally exactly what it is <laughs> faction swag way too much faction swag you got patches yeah. you got sh- coins and you got pens yep that's a lot of stuff and there's for all the for all the mercenary units that they listed. There's a whole bunch of them. We're not going to read through all of them. Um, if you are a mercenary company or an occasional weird faction, like Word of Blake is there in the <laughs> options, and I'm like, you're not That's a mercenary. Crescenthawks, um, Crescenthawks are now in there. That came in at seven point five million, I think, something like that. I don't know, but uh, super happy to see them. Uh, just because I'm old and, and one of the very first games I played was Crescent Hawks Inception. I feel like I got to go back for all the forest packs, all of the inner sphere mech packs. If you got one, you will also get a salvage box. Right. Because the price point for a four mech pack is not the same as a five mech pack. So you get that is that is not if you add them as an add-on pack because the add-on packs you are only you are paying the appropriate amount but yeah. for your selections in your in your pledge tier um, since they don't differentiate between prices and the selections you only get the free salvage box if you select them as one of your tier selections not as an add-on yeah. like a separate add-on so that actually makes you more valuable than a clan pack on a per dollar point so if you right. if you're really pinching the C bills on there get the vehicle packs or get your interstate packs with extra salvage boxes. Oh man. Okay. Uh, we got the new BattleTech encounters box set. That's part of the add-ons. And I just wanted to yep. briefly mention it's a like trick dice game where you play as like a Merck's company trying to earn reputation. So it's, it's not miniature based. It's dice based in them. I'm not knowing how that'll work, but it's only 25 bucks. So I think it'll be like the fun little, do you want to yep. play this while we wait for other people to get to the game store kind of thing? Yeah, I'm I'm curious about it. So and I get one with my, with my tier anyway. So I will give it a review once I, once I get it. All right. We've got the map packs. This Yay. is what I'm 
most excited about. Super excited. We've got Savannah and City. And when they say Savannah, I didn't expect as much blue water as <laughs> they threw in there, but I'm not complaining because those maps look great. All right. Uh, but first, let's talk about City because a lot of people were wondering about City. City are $35. They are more expensive than the Savannah because it includes a die-cut sheet of extra counters, such as rubble hexes for tracking destroyed buildings. Yep. So they fully expect buildings to be destroyed, and then you just cover up that building with a rubble hex. On some level, I feel, I know they call it the Mercenaries Kickstarter. To me, it kind of seems like the City Tech Kickstarter, really. Because mm. you get the, the vehicles, you get the buildings, um, extra building rules and counters. Uh, they could have marketed this one as City Tech they with could the production of Mercenaries. <laughs> they could have. I don't think it would have done as well. <laughs> It would have done the same, like like to have all the things exactly the same. I bet they had a conversation. Should we call this city tech or should we call this mercenaries? So have the names of all the maps in the city pack and the set Havana pack. And I just want to read them out because they're really cool. We got corporate campus, uh, HPG offices, HPG heliport, Central Park, family quarters, HPG engineering, roundabout, plaza, shopping district, business district, observatory hill and park district. And I almost want to say we're going to need to buy two of these to have really cool city maps, but I'm okay with that. I can't wait for the BFM of the city maps. Mm. That will be amazing. Me too, man. <laughs> Me too. That is 12 maps on six sheets for 35 right. bucks. And I don't think that's unreasonable. It's what we've been paying for. Well, I mean, the 35 is just because of the extra counters, but yeah, $30 for, for 12 for six double-sided paper maps is what we've been paying for all the map packs. So yeah. it's not bad. Uh, then we have Savannah. That's also yeah. 12 maps and six <laughs> sheets without the reading through reading through these, these sound familiar to me, which ones seem familiar to you, Jenna, all of them. Cause I own all of these in a different and in, in different map packs from way back in the day. Yeah. So, these are modernized versions of previous maps that for like updated playability. They look so good. Yeah. For all those map packs that, that you can't, you can't get anymore. They're out of production. They're out of print. And you're like, well, I'll never be able to play on that map again. Well, here they are. I guess this would be like map packs one and two uh, from what I remember. Like real old. Yeah. Yeah. Real old. Like decades old, um, the original. Can you Battle say back map, in my the, day? That I didn't, but I can. So back in my day, we only had two maps. We had the BattleTech one, and we had the CityTech one. And all of the resource books that the scenario books that came out when it told you about maps had those just those two maps, and they were they were like sometimes they were inverted, sometimes they weren't, but those were the two maps that you had to choose from. And oh, man, are. the River Delta. Yeah. So I'm going to read through these because I just remember <laughs> them. Like large lakes, literally just a gigantic lake on a on a hill with a little waterfall. Then large lakes, two desert sinkholes. So instead of hills, you just got, got sinkholes in the ground. It was like inverted hills. Um, horrible for cover unless you were a vehicle or, or infantry because you can't get partial cover from people above you. So desert sinkhole one and two. River Delta... Now, that one was a mess to play on back in the old days, and now they've converted some of those hexes to, to depth zero water, so it actually makes it 
way more marginally easier to, to just walk through not marginal yeah way <laughs> way better to play on you get the original battle tech map you've got the box canyon map you've got city ruins map you've got the original city tech map then you've got the mountain lake and the wide river they're all classic awesome maps that i'm super happy to see with new artwork and and just better better I, I like how they've done the hills in the forest now where every hex is labeled exactly what it is there's no guesswork like there was uh back in the old days back in my day josh <laughs> i got you there we we would have to uh we would have to look and talk to each other and say okay which ones of these woods are heavy and which ones are light and and what level is this hill because it is labeled as both a level two and a level three on the map so which one is it that sounds awful. It's crazy. Yeah, they're all better now. So those are maps. I'm excited about the maps. Love the cool looking maps. I like the the colors. The colors just look good. I I snuck pictures of those at Adapticon. I was like, bro, how, like, yeah. is it worth it to get kicked out if I steal these and run? Well, the maps, yes. The pictures, no. Yeah. The uh, go I'm, back in, I'm really go back in time. The, Take the maps, yeah. Josh. They were they were good. <laughs> I'm looking forward to the battle mats of of all of these. Um, I'm just going to get them all. All right. We've got a lot of books. and A lot of books. <laughs> I thought about listing out the names of the books, and I was like, no, other people do that. I'm going to list authors because yeah. we've got books, digital and physical, by authors you love, such as Philip A. Lee, Jason Schmetzer, John Helfers, William Keith, and Jason Hansa. And a little something called The Cracked Canopy Cookbook by Jennifer Boxby. Fantastic. Super excited about all of them. I don't understand the, the cookbook, but I'm like, I'm, I'm just going to move you on. You don't understand the like, cookbook? I understand really? it's a cookbook with Battletech flavored m- meals, but I don't, I don't know. Right, exactly. It's a, it's, it's a Battletech themed cookbook so that you can have that and you can cook things that are normal and call them by awesome Battletech names when you're sitting at home with some friends playing Battletech and cooking on the grill. It is the best idea ever, and I 100% Love this idea. Bro, this is the Mercenaries Kickstarter. It's MRE Flavor 1, MRE Flavor, please trade it with someone else. No, I'm thinking more like like that scene in um, the A-Team, the, the new movies. of the, Well, I say new movies. came out like five or six years ago where they're all sitting around cooking their steaks and and, and with the you know, with the antifreeze marinade. Is that where stuff that like that. from? Okay. Yes. Can't yes. feel my legs anymore. That's, yeah. Okay. See, that stuff. I was like, I've never seen this movie. Oh, but I have seen that scene because I... I do, you know what I'm talking about. I do about. the marinated steaks with antifreeze mean way too much. Yeah. Alrighty. Let's get into the big meat of this because all these models are cool. All the maps are cool. But you know what everyone really wants Kickstarters for? Stuff. What kind of stuff specifically? Oh, dice. Dice. This is the dice Kickstarter because Catalyst needed some help. Oh, Catalyst, my goodness. Catalyst needs some help making some dice. The, the dice, the dice weren't even announced until so late, like the last day hours. or two. Yeah, uh, like finally they're like, oh, by the way, we've got dice and they're good this time. It's real fast. Let me throw that in there. <laughs> Does everyone want to know why this episode didn't come out? You know, two weeks ago when it was supposed to. Oh, that's right, because they were constantly updating things until the last minute, and then after. So, yep. I just threw up my hands and like, nope, we're going to let the dust settle and do the episode, and the dust is barely settled, and we're doing it. So, because they failed to make dice, and they admit it, they know it, they owned up to it, actually. They've partnered with FanRoll by Metallic Dice Games to make laser cut and liquid core dice. 
I was confused about this because I did order several sets of the liquid core because I want different factions. Mm -hmm. The liquid core only come in the Chevron design. So there is only one design of the liquid core dice, not one for every faction. The laser cut, you've got one of every faction. Liquid core is just the Battletech Chevron. Good to know. Uh Yeah, I was not aware until recently. So we have 60 factions available for the laser cut dice. That's that's pretty much all the factions. I don't know if there's any more. And if they are, they're a minor faction and don't shouldn't be mentioned. What are our thoughts on these dice? I'll be getting so many of these dice. Probably are, not the entire collection. I was about to say, the entire getting... collection, I think, I think is 408. Well, they, they added, I think it's an even 500 because at, at 58, it was 480. And I know that the dice are normally $10. So I think I think like four a four ninety maybe would get you the entire set. Every, um, every I don't want that possible. many dice. <laughs> I don't want a hundred and twenty hundred and twenty two if you count the chevron because that's not a faction. That's when we need to make rotary LB twenties and yes, and just like throw oh dice man, I wonder what I'm gonna <laughs> roll with. Uh, yeah, those are cool. I I'm gonna get a lot. I'm gonna get a lot. All my favorite factions. I'm gonna get for okay. sure. Uh, you know, it was tucked into that email as well. Yep. Dice, Dice trays. You got to roll them on something. Uh, these yeah. are also by fan roll. And these are only select factions. That will be Karita, Davion, Layao, Merrick, Steiner, Clan Wolf, Ghost Bear, Jade Falcon, Smoky Jags, Sea Foxes, Mercenaries, Wolf's Dragoons, Kellhounds, Air Downey, Light Horse, Northwind Highlanders, Great Death Legion, Hanson, Frost Riders, and just the Battletech Chevron. And that one actually looks super pretty. It's black with that yellow chevron. It mm-hmm. looks really nice. All right. I've, I've held off ranting just for most of this episode, and I'm going to save it only for these. It's like, I don't love how dice roll in these because they get cocked significantly more because it's like the weird fold up, punch, like, mm-hmm. like the little pins on the corners, like punch it. So they come flat. You fold the corners and it makes the hexagon octagon thingy and it's not a perfect 90 and those corners the dice hit them and they stick and i don't know if i love these yeah you made your own dice roller tray and it has like really low walls yeah i'm Uh, either those can just bounce out too i'm either in the box or i'm out of the box there's no cock dice on that true enough yeah so i will not be getting a dice tray for those I think I think dice trays go down in value the more dice you have to roll at the same time. That's true. And I'm a bucket of dice kind of guy. Yeah. Yeah. That makes yeah. more sense. I'm learning about myself here. Josh is happy as rolling more dice. Dice trays not conducive to the yeah. amount of dice Josh rolls. You need the XXL dice tray. There we go. Is that why I have a 13 by 9 dice tray? Yeah. <laughs> Whoa, cool map, bro. No, no, no. That's not my map. That's my dice tray. Oh, my God. It really is almost the size of a map. <laughs> All right, moving on. <laughs> uh, the battle mats. So, specifically, they said the mats for the campaign are still being designed, not ready for release yet. All double-sided, all neoprene, and the same dimensions as, as always. I'm super curious what they're going to put on the other side of those maps. Uh, some can be used with other maps to expand into a mega map, but not all of them. I, I I appreciate that they're already planning interconnectivity. Well, for the city ones, for sure. Like, you can't not do that. But yeah, I, I'm excited to, to look at all of these. Uh, I've really liked what they've done with the battle mats a lot, at least for classic. 
we all know my opinions about their alpha strike battle mats it's just the classic sheet without x <laughs> it which is such a just don't get me started <laughs> stop it all right we'll move on uh did anyone notice the secret model in the i did in the I manufacturer did. i was like wait a second i know what that mech is that's not a as a Solaris fan, I immediately, my attention was immediately flagged. Neuron activation. So they've got the Yin Lo Wang variant of the Centurion being assembled in one of their factory assembly videos. Mm-hmm. And first off, the glue they're using in these factory assembly videos, I want to know what it is because none of my glue's that strong. Like they are put it on and it never moves again. I'm like, oh, oh, I see. You've got the good stuff. Yeah. They haven't announced this. This might be the free thing, the free unannounced product, like the Shalom from the first one. Everyone gets that'd a, be cool. Again, uh, Wang. or or this could just be a force pack that's supposed to tide us over. That gets released somewhere oh, in the middle. The Solaris source pack, yeah, force pack, yes. So I don't know. It could be one. Could be either. Could not be any. Uh, in one of their other videos, they are three D printing a chameleon master copy. So. I thought that was kind of nice. cool. Like, oh, this is, and that was four months ago. So, if they're assembling plastics of this Centurion Yin Lo Wang, that's either the one that we've already seen and just like the camera's not good enough quality. I doubt that. Or it's something we are going to see very soon or in the Kickstarter. But I also doubt that they would be producing the gray models of that already. That, that's for the, the force, for the Kickstarter? For the Kickstarter. That's the only reason. 100% why. they are. 100% they are. Yeah. Okay. I, I, yeah, they're trying. They're trying to get on this now, so that we don't have all the delays that they had on the first one. They have learned so much. They knew as soon as they knew the money was going to be coming in, they had already started. They they had already done a lot of pre work. They are producing models right now. I understand that. I just still like okay. This was like four months ago or something. Like so, it's already it's already being produced. But where is mm-hmm. it? And I. I don't believe it's sitting in a warehouse somewhere. I want to say it's, it's in ready. China. I know it's sitting in, in a warehouse in China. <laughs> All right. So in addition to that, we had a few digital things that like beta, quote unquote, that came out during the Kickstarter. So if you backed it, you got access to this. Battletech Aces, the solo play for Battletech. Not just solo, solo competitive play. So you and I, I know you can do it uh, single player. But it really shines when you get a couple friends and you set up an Alpha Strike game. It, it can be used. There's going to be uh, versions for Classic and Alpha Strike. But, but right now, they're really focusing on Alpha Strike. It just seems to work super well with the Alpha Strike type of game right now. But you get some friends and you set up uh, the, the deck of what the enemy is going to do. And then you play against an AI enemy and it kicks your butt. It's yeah. really fun. So this is kind of like battle, uh, in the solo world, this is kind of like a solitaire style game, like where it's a deck based and like depending on what you draw is like what the happens with the enemy. At least at least that's what I'm calling. This is Battletech Solitaire, if you were experienced in that. Um, Hence the aces. No, I don't I don't know if that has I mean, I, that was the first thing I thought. I'm just going to use my knowledge. Also, you said competitive, so all my brain is stuck on now. It's like I competitively play with myself or by myself <laughs> and I'm like let's flush my brain now cuz I will only ever think of that when I play with aces. All right. We've got 
the other thing that was Kickstarter backing exclusive locked was the BSP beta version two. So if we pledged our support before the Kickstarter, we got version one. This is now version two. Is it a beta if you've already bought the cards? Yes. But this comes with printable heavy strike. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and your old deck, you know, just pull out a pull out a marker. Once it's all done, you could pull out a marker and just change the point costs. It's not that big a deal. They did change some wording, so they made things clearer. I haven't dove into all of it because it's you know a lot of pages. Yeah, I'm just saying if you're if you're using the cards at, like if you know the rules already and you're just using the cards as, as placeholder, like you know to know what you have. Yeah, you know, have the new rules to for any rule clarifications, but you can play with the old deck just fine. Um, but I'm I'm very excited about getting the new updated version yeah. once they once they figure out all the all the nuances. Uh, I think the big thing is like everything went way up, um, way way up. Yes, Light Strike is just like the cheapest combat offensive card. Went from two points to twelve points. That's a lot. the reason why they did that though was was so that uh when you're building your deck um of bsps because they also added all the vehicles in which weren't which weren't part of the original bs so yeah so they specifically discrete these between battlefield support strikes and battlefield support assets so now yes. this safe balance the strike box to be compatible with the asset box so you can't correct so you're not having like two pools of points and spending them differently right and by raising the the costs of everything and uh you you have more filling with one point stuff you're like oh this is a 12 point and this is 16 points so there's more options if everything's on a higher curve yeah yeah okay i know what you're meaning you know what i mean i do on the assets though those changed because version one was cool, and then we were like, oh, this is how this works. Now we got version two. They changed in that TMMs essentially got worse across the board by like one, because I think they were all like a sub running full speed, and now they're like right around the walking running speed. But they essentially went down by one across the board, which is fine. And uh, that's what playtest is for. I'm super glad that they're doing this with a playtest this time, like a, a, uh, kickstarter wide play test for people to, to use and have access to because that's what they need they need to heavily play test products like this to find out exactly what you get less errata going forward uh you just get a more solid product when they do that i think that uh that this is a super good step they need to do it more want to know something i liked a lot what the breakthrough or you know the damage to destroy a battlefield support asset uh, went up by a point so like things that were if you do 10 damage roll to see if you destroyed it on you know six up seven up whatever uh the damage value went up by one so what was what was 10 damage to roll is now like 11 damage which means it got stronger without being significantly stronger right well that means that that uh, those mechs with uh, you know a single ppc or a single ac10 that you hit with it or or two medium lasers or whatever that's not enough to to destroy the vehicle right out outright. You actually have to dedicate a little bit more fire to it to to get that chance to destroy it. Because yeah. there's a lot of intersphere PPCs, and if you're just like, well, I'll fire one at each of these, and then you know your awesome takes out three, uh, you know, three of your units every turn. Well, now it can't. Yeah. 
Oh, that that's specifically what they said. They were like, it is too easy with the weapons available to hit these discrete points. So 11, 15, 21, or 11, 16, 21. If you're shooting multiple weapons, it's not any different. If you're only shooting Correct. one weapon, it completely changes it. So you can't yep. just one-shot these now. I'm I'm 100% on board with that. And it balances out by making the TMM worse by get, making them harder to destroy. And I think right. that's great play testing. Yeah. This is what it's for. Yay. All right. So that's the Kickstarter. Ta-da. What are, what are our thoughts ending this? Like, I've got a bunch of thoughts, but I want you to lead off with your experience with the Kickstarter, how you feel going in, going out, and now we have to wait. It obviously was bigger than they expected, um, and I'm not sure why. I'm not not that I'm not sure why it was bigger. I'm not sure why they didn't expect it. They seem to have lower expectations. They they should expect success at this point because they were not prepared for for multi million dollar stretch goals, and they they should have been just. They they just should they should have planned for that even if they didn't expect it just in case because because it's popular. Uh, I will say if the community had been a little bit more, I don't want to say slower going, like oh let's let's tease this Kickstarter. Maybe we can get some stretch goals at lower price points. We could have done that. Like no, we were too eager and we blew it out the water like day two. Like, no, you yeah. got to slow. You got to work in like, oh, day one, I'll, I'll put yeah. $10 on day two. Another, not, here's another 10. But Battletech players are a thirsty lot. <laughs> so thirsty. <laughs> I'm excited. I like all the models. I love the vehicles. I'm super happy with the BSPs. I like a lot of the, uh, the special stuff, um, like, like the, uh, the cookbook and, and the art of war annotated by Jamie Wolf. I love that sort of thing. So I'm super excited. I, I expect the next few Kickstarters they put out, because you know they will, will be a much smaller scale than this. Like like a very like more specific. Instead of calling it mercenaries, it will be like like a faction or or something. I don't I don't know, but I, I expect it to be to be a smaller thing. Micro. A punt starter. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Um <laughs> I'll say I got a little burned out just because there were too many updates happening, and I'd rather that most of that already be planned. Like, yeah, I, I don't, I don't want to see new things that are just, hey, everyone gets dice in the last twenty four hours. I don't like that. Like, yeah, get all that stuff worked out before you announce the Kickstarter, and not well, like we're still working on the dice thing. We're just going to launch the Kickstarter now. Uh, and then, and then if the dice thing works out, we'll announce it. And unfortunately it, it was only worked out 24 hours before it ended. Yeah. I don't, I don't want to come across as I'm a tell a million dollar company how to run their Kickstarter. I'm just saying I got burned out. So I like checked out of the Kickstarter. Like I backed day one at Adepticon. I was like, Oh, let me get my place, get my Visigoth. And by the end of it, I was like, all right, so what do all do I got? And there are 41 emails and I don't know. That's too I, I will admit, I will admit that once they announced the the new dice and I got to see them, and then they announced the uh, the Somerset Strikers pack, I did in fact double my pledge. I wouldn't expect anything otherwise. I'll actually say I lowered my pledge just because I was getting too much plastic, and I know that's like a really weird thing to say, but I lowered my pledge because I'm like, that's that's too much in my my 
small monkey brain will have too much pile of plastic and I'm not going to get primed or painted for too long. And it's a great deal. And I understand that, but that's just going to sit on my shelf and that's going to be overwhelming for me mentally. So I'm going to, it is overwhelming. I'm going to lower and get the things I know I'm going to paint. Like if I had a spending spree for a birthday, but I don't need 30 (laughs) mech force packs. Right. Yeah. I mean, and, and uh, a lot of this for the Kickstarter, like I, I love all the, the extra weird, cool stuff. As far as force packs go, I don't mind not getting every single one because I, I have a store that, that now stocks all this stuff. I can just get whatever I need from there. Um, now I know that I was picking about getting the, the big Kappa. When I say I doubled it, I, I had only gotten the battalion. Like I was only signed up for a battalion. I wasn't even signed up for a regiment un- until like the very, very end. So when I say I doubled it, I mean, I went up to regiment. Uh, I think a lot of people thought that I had already gone <laughs> much further in than I did. But I wanted to see what they had before, you know, like what they ended up with, which is why it was so tough to do this as a podcast earlier, because we had talked about doing a doing a Kickstarter update podcast. And I'm like, Josh, since you asked about this, they've had three updates and it's only been a day. Like, how are we going to keep up on, on anything that, that we say you know, when, when, by the time we record to the time that it comes out, you know, everything will have changed Yeah, everything. And it did, everything changed. So this was a good time for that. Yeah. So I don't want anyone to think that if you didn't back a battalion or regiment, you don't get your value. Like that's, that's not what it is. <laughs> there is value. Now they don't have the double all your forces like they did for the clan invasion. That was another one of those mistakes, kind of like the, uh, the, the canon character type thing that they will never do again because it, it almost ruined the last Kickstarter. So that, that is not, that is not something that is economically feasible. They realized that that was a mistake. Why are we losing money on this Kickstarter? <laughs> I don't know. Who's making the, the yeah. pledge? <laughs> Guys, I told them they who's in charge twice. here. <laughs> they can get twice of everything for ten extra dollars. You what? <laughs> uh, so yeah, so I I actually went down in mine, and I think that's fine. I think that's reasonable. Like I said, I I will get the stuff as it comes out. And they actually said in an interview with ICV two, their Kickstarter for Clan Invasion was not the main source of the money and product like that was still retail. So retail, they still expect to do more money than just the Kickstarter. It's just the Kickstarter funds, the retail production. Right. Correct. All righty. Uh, let's go into some FAQ because there was a lot of FAQ updates. There was, um, it was asked, uh, combat manuals are planned for 2023. So, Right, because they didn't mention them during the Kickstarter at all. It's because it's not going to be a Kickstarter thing. It was already planned. It's the, Some of them are coming out this year. The wishful thinking is end of 2023, start of 2024 for fulfillment. And that was right. confirmed by Lauren. But that's because, quote, things are going so smoothly that it looks like we will fulfill very early. And that was at the start. And I don't know if just... There's a lot now that they didn't expect now with multiple, like the dice fan rolls fulfillment section. They they were saying June of 24 um, as an outlier, just so that people would have that as an expectation. Uh, It is, however, looking like it will be much, much sooner than that. 
much, much sooner. Posters are folded, not rolled. Yep. Yep. Uh, most clan invasion items are going to be available. What will not be available is the A Game of Armor Combat no box set. Max. I know. I and that's what everyone wants. And yeah. I want it too. I'll be honest. I do. So, nope, you got to buy your Game of Armor Combat, get it retail, like super discount. Don't worry about it. Um, they do go on sale sometimes, especially at Barnes & Noble. You can find them for half off yeah. there for the box set. Just give all the stuff to like a needy mech warrior. That's right. Uh, the Adepticon products will most likely be add-ons as well. The Destiny Scale Marauder specifically is still a, quote, maybe. Yeah. So they don't know. I'm guessing that's probably a production issue of how many of these can we ramp up? Is it worth it? Or is this just going to be Archon exclusive? And I'm like, eh. Uh, Merc salvage boxes are mechs and only mechs. And yep, one that, out is, of the that is a new mechs. thing. Yeah. So you got your chance of 10 clan and the rest inner sphere. So it's kind of weighted inner sphere on that one. <laughs> yeah, but it's a mercenary. I know. I know. So that's fine. And actually, that'll be really good for the for the blind boxes when we do the the mercenary Much ones. More because, yeah, it's not that not once again not so that the blind boxes are all about fair. They're more about fun than fair. But I think it will it will balance itself out better if there's only ten clan mechs in the pool. Yeah. Uh, and our last one, I just want to throw this in: if I have a refund credit from Clan Invasion, can I use it on this Kickstarter and the Pledge Manager? Yes, but you have to email. Yes. Yes. And if you put extra money in there, you can use it on anything, including shipping. Uh, the pledge manager will be in the next roughly four weeks. So. Yes, roughly four weeks. That could be anywhere from tomorrow till four weeks from now. Uh, and that's when that's when you'll be able to add more money if you want to. You'll be able to change all your all your all all your selections. Um, so just just be patient and wait. Once it does come out, you will have a full 30 days to to make your selections before they will close it again. And they plan, what is it, update a week until fulfillment? Yes. Blake, that's a lot of updates. Yes, that is. But yeah. We will cover the important ones every now and again. <laughs> that's That's the best way to do it. All right. Anything else? I'm good. This has been a good one. Yeah. Denim, thanks for coming on. Thanks for backing the Kickstarter and keeping up with all the updates. If I didn't back the Kickstarter, we would have nothing to talk about for the next year. So oh I'm God. here for you. Except there will be product to fill in. This is not, you know, no product until then. They specifically say that. They're like, there will be product. That's true. <laughs> There's a lot of stuff coming out this year. Yeah. So Battletech 2024, going to go big. Yes. And then I got to go home and going to paint it all. <laughs> I got to paint it all. Oh, I got to paint all the stuff I got for Clan Invasion still. Yeah. Yeah. I know <laughs> so you. So much stuff. Pile of potential, people. That's right. All right, Denim, thanks for coming on, and I will catch everyone later. Thank you. All right, MechWars. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Mech Bay Podcast. And remember, a ton of machine gun ammo a day keeps the infantry platoon away. <laughs> <laughs>